This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today's guests on Valley Views are Jackie Barnes and Kathy Taylor from the High Mountain Hay Fever Children's Health Fund. The Children's Health Fund administers grants given to organizations committed to children's health. Most of those funds come from High Mountain Hay Fever Bluegrass. And the Children's Health Fund is under the administrative umbrella of the Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation. Kathy is head of the Children's Health Fund. Jackie is on that committee. And Jackie is also on the board of High Mountain Hay Fever. Under full disclosure, I am on the board of High Mountain Hay Fever and the Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation. Ladies, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning. So in a nutshell, for those new to the area, what is Children's Health Fund? The High Mountain Hay Fever Children's Health Fund is a locally funded grant funding opportunity for local agencies and nonprofit organizations earmarked for children's health and wellness programs. And children's health is pretty broadly defined. Yes. When we initiated the grant funding process here in the Valley, we decided that children's health involved much more than just physical or medical health. So we've broadened it to physical, emotional, social, and educational health. That sounds good. So Kathy, give us the big picture. Over the eight years of your existence, what are the big numbers? Over the past eight years, we have funded 17 organizations for 40 different programs, but we have several programs that are reoccurring. And if you count those individually over the years, a total of 69 programs over eight years, total of $226,672. Okay, that's great. Those are significant numbers. Jackie, you've been part of High Mountain Hay Fever Bluegrass uh, since almost the beginning. That organization has donated proceeds of the festival to organizations concerned with children's health. So you've seen, gosh, almost 20 years of it. Uh, give, Give us a perspective of how that came about or what worked, what didn't. I think the interesting thing with the funding for children's health in the Valley is that the first year the Bluegrass Association gave $2,000 to the clinic. This last year, this this just this last preceding year, we gave $50,000 to Children's Health. Originally, the intent of the Bluegrass Association was to help those children in the valley who did not have sufficient medical insurance. We found that that wasn't working out real well. And after a few years of giving to the clinic for a variety of things, one of which was an x-ray machine, which is still in use at the clinic, we donated or partial don't funded that with grants. Then the focus kind of changed a little bit from general funding to more specific funding. And as Kathy said, eight years ago, almost nine years ago, Hay Fever Children's Health Fund was organized and developed. So, Jackie, High Mountain Hay Fever is proud to have given away to local groups over $850,000 over those 20 years. That's an impressive number. That is an impressive number, and uh, the greatest share of that has gone to the clinic and to now the Children's Health Fund. But other organizations that have had donations were the Rotary Van Service, the Posse, the dance group here in town when they've helped with setup and tear down, a variety of 
other youth organizations that have helped with the Bluegrass Festival. And while the majority of the funds come from the Bluegrass Association, folks in the community can donate through the Spirit Campaign for one way. Absolutely. they can. We're happy to accept any donations through the Spirit Campaign or any other time. We have had people come to us during the Bluegrass Festival and offer a donation then. And the tips from the beer garden all go to the Children's Health Fund, and that's a rather significant amount every year. You've been working with the same committee members for eight years. Who are the other folks? We have five committee members. It'd be myself, Kathy Taylor, as chair, Jackie Barnes, Mary Ellen Lesage, Laura Lockhart, and Carol Franta. Very good. It's not often you can keep a group like that together for eight years. Exactly. We work very well together, and we're not afraid to discuss and really look through the applications and come to some kind of collaboration on that and leave us friends. Now, one reason you're here at the end of January is that your grant cycle is ongoing. It ends about mid-February. Give us a sense of the dates, the process, if someone was interested out there. Okay. For starters, the grant application itself is up continuously year-round on the Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation website. So you would go to www.wmvcf.org. And you go over to the funds column and click on funds and scroll down to Children's Health Fund. When you reach that uh, information, you will have some general information grant guidelines and grant criteria, and the application itself. We accept submissions on the applications from January 1st to February 15th. So as we air this, there's still a couple weeks left if someone out there in Radioland were to be interested. Yes, definitely. And the application itself is not difficult. It's an easy application to fill out, and you can always contact us for any questions you have at kidshealthfund at gmail.com, or you can call me, Kathy Taylor, at 719-783-0757. Let's give folks an idea of what sorts of projects have been funded in the past. Can you just give a, a bit of a laundry list for some of those? Yes, we have a long list of different types of projects that have been funded. The library has asked for sports equipment checkouts. They've done a preschool program this year. And public health has a wonderful dental program that has been running. I think this will be the sixth year for the dental program for underinsured, underserved kids in the Valley. Trails for All has a environmental education program that involved hiking and educational information up on the trails. That's good. Jackie, what are a few that come to mind for you? I think the first one that comes to mind is the that the school requested ukuleles this last year, which was a new project and a, a new grant and wonderful grant. And then we were able to see the results of what those children learned. And Mrs. Goddard, who is the teacher there, she not only did purchase ukuleles, she taught the children how to take care of the, of the instrument after mm-hmm. they finished playing it. That was a brand new grant this last year, and it was a very nice grant. 
So just as an example, uh, go back a year uh, when you uh, issued those grants. What did they look like? Uh, numbers of projects, n- amount of money, etc. Last year, we had 10 organizations apply for grant funding. We funded 19 programs for a total of $56,120. That's quite impressive. That's a lot of work. What is your internal process? Uh, how, how does that work? We like to get the applications submitted early if possible. If the people have them ready, that gives us the opportunity to read over and review the applications and get any information that has been left out or that needs some boosting as far as specifics and that sort of thing. So we can talk with the applicants and get their information improved. Then we meet as a committee for many hours discussing programs and keeping in mind the amount of funding that we have available We tend to fund most of what is asked for, but there's sometimes where we can give partial grants and feel more comfortable with that. And then applications receive approval from the Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation, and then the the checks are prepared by Songray Solutions, and we hold a meeting and distribute the checks at the beginning of March. And Gary, I'd like to add that one of the things that the committee tries very hard to do is to make each and every grant application successful. Mm -hmm. If there's questions about their budget or questions about if they haven't submitted a 501c3 statement or if they are doing something with we need lifesaver certificates, the committee goes the extra mile to try and make those grants as viable as possible. That's good. And in this small community, you know the players. You, you get out, you can see the programs in action, etc. Let me mention that for those who think of grants and think of El Pomar, Anschutz, the Gates Foundation, this one has a very local feel and two things that I'd emphasize. Number one, it's easy to fill out. Number two, your odds are pretty good. <laughs> Yes, I'd say that. Yes. yes. <laughs> so if there's anybody out there in Radioland who thinks they might have an interesting project, how would they best contact? We have an email address for the fund itself, which is kidshealthfund at gmail.com. You can also call me, Kathy Taylor, at 719-783-0757. My personal email is ktaylorpt at hotmail.com. Let me ask, you've been working on this for eight years. Is there any untapped potential out there, something that hasn't shown up that you'd like to see? I personally would love to see a children's wellness program happen at the clinic where there is general wellness checkups offered in the valley as a start to get the children their yearly checkups. And then we could go from there as far as assisting these families with getting their kiddos into the pediatricians they need to see. And most grantors favor collaboration. We would really like to see more collaboration between these groups. It's really important. It broadens the scope of the grant. That have the capability of involving more children 
it just would be a very important thing for them to do and to, for them to consider. <laughs> what we would like the people who are requesting grants to do is be specific about their project, not have it be we would we think we would like to do something, but this is what we would like to do. This is what we want to do. So you're looking for something pretty concrete uh, to fund. Fairly concrete to fund. And we we have some latitude, but occasionally we get grants that are will have a budget for four or five different projects that they would like to do. We would like them to choose one and and develop it more. And if somebody out there in Radioland had an idea that they wanted to run by the committee, you'd be comfortable with having a phone call and talking about that? Absolutely. We would be delighted to have that. Okay. So as we run out of time, uh, Jackie, any final thoughts? Right. One of the things that we would really like the people who are submitting grants to consider is sustainability and how they can eventually continue with this project without so much aid from the Children's Health Fund. And we would like to see them also consider some buy-in from their patrons, maybe a minimal fee from from their participants in the project. Mm -hmm. One of the things is that the tennis program charges a very small fee for the children to participate, and that encourages some ownership by the children in that in that tennis program. Kathy, Jackie mentioned sustainability. Do you have an example of one of your projects that made progress along those lines? Actually, we do. The kids' gymnastic program at Altitude Community Fitness is now sustainable. And they became sustainable after two years of receiving funding from us. So we were real excited about that. I've checked in with them several times, and they're still going strong. And it's totally sustained by payment for classes. Good. And any final thoughts? We have been very excited to work with this fund over the eight years we've been together. And I think we still have a lot of energy to put into this. And we would encourage everyone to consider putting together an application for children's health and wellness to improve the general lifestyle of all the children here in the Wet Mountain Valley Community Foundation. Please call us. We're very happy to talk to you whenever you need. So we talked about this right up front, but remind folks the scope of this project that you're doing. So over the past eight years, we have funded 17 organizations for a total of 69 programs, a total of $226,000. Great. If you've got an idea out there, get in touch with the High Mountain Hay Fever Children's Health Fund and talk about it. There's still a couple weeks left. Ladies, thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Thank you. We've been visiting with Jackie Barnes and Kathy Taylor from the High Mountain Hay Fever Children's Health Fund. That grant cycle is ongoing and ends mid-February. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 
walking on a rainbow. It's the best thing.